Rise up. Welcome to Rise Up Radar, where we keep the Falcons on your radar. Thank you for joining me, Stan Parker, for another episode. Let's have a ball and show. The boys are back in town once again. Chris Bailey, Todd Brooks, Zach McCain. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. How are you guys doing? Doing great, Stan. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm eating my turkey and dressing, Stan, right now. Right now. It's Thanksgiving. That's right. Uh, Chris, uh, you time traveling? What's up, man? I'm feeling thankful to be hanging out with y'all. Oh, thank you, guys. I'll send you $20 bills in the mail. (laughs) $20 bills is what I said. Um, So this show, we're going to do a little bit of a look ahead to the coming up matchup against the Raiders, the Vegas Raiders. Um, And um, there are a couple headlines in this game. And I would be remiss if I did not mention it first because it's been burning a hole in my pocket. Um, The big, giant matchup news, the headline of the day is the Falcons offensive line versus Tack McKinley and Vic Beasley. They both have been picked up by the Raiders. Um, and I don't, you don't need to respond because there was no response last time when I talked about this, which is completely okay. But I just have to note that that happened. It's as some joke, in, like the fate of whatever, that – it all lines up to where the Falcons are now playing against Nick Beasley and Tad McKinley. Yeah, and how much how much playing time they get, I don't know. But, like, how many sacks do they get in this game? Well, Nick Beasley the... probably doesn't play at all. That's what I guess he won't play. Tad McKinley won't play at all. I don't think he'll pass his physical. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. He failed the physical already. Do they have different physicals per team, or is it standard? Uh, it's probably I, – I think it's different. I think you have your own third-party – your guy come in and pass physical. Although, you're in the medical world, Zach. You're a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like a physical is as standard as you can get, right? There's, yeah, I, th- I would imagine it's fairly standard. I mean, there may be a couple little nuances here and there for each team, but I think for the most part it's probably pretty standardized. It's his groin. It's his groin. We're talking about other men's groins on Thanksgiving. But, um, the, the reason why he's um, uh, failed uh, San Francisco, Cincinnati, two he's failed two physicals um, is because of his. I mean, he injured his groin. He's just not right, ready to play. So anyway, um, what's another uh, kind of a headline that you've? Uh, thought of looking at this game because there's a couple good ones there's a um the falcons uh, what's the matchup that you're looking forward to todd mm, i mean i don't i don't know i guess um just seeing the matchup between the falcons defensive line against oakland's running game because oakland's running game is pretty good but mm-hmm. they're pretty average on offense for the rest of the team right so they're they're uh the falcons uh, excuse me, the the Raiders, um, their rushing, their rushing attack is 
seventh in the league. Right. Number seven in the league. They're averaging 134 yards a game, which is, like we said, top 10. And then, but that's kind of plays into the strength. We've said this before. Mm -hmm. Hey, this is a good rushing team. And we've got a, for our team, our best defensive attribute is the run defense. Mm, now, that's true. you have to be careful of how you word that because it could be easily misconstrued as we have a good run defense in which uh, 20, <laughs> 20, right, 23rd in the league. Uh, no. Uh, what's, a run, what's our run defense? Run, run defense is, oh, yeah, ninth in the league. Ah, so that's pretty good. But yeah, it's a top ten. Top ten, but if you like, literally, passing yards is thirty first. There's only one thirty. There's only one team worse than us. Seattle. Seattle, and uh, they historically got, bad too. Yeah, historically bad. It's catching up to them. Uh, Russell Wilson's probably going to need to see a chiropractor soon for carrying that team. So, uh, yeah, they're they're coming. The the clock is striking midnight against the Seattle team. That's is. Uh, Got a good, good offense, but a sketchy defense. Um, yeah, I think I think that seeing that the, the what the Raiders can bring or what the Falcons can bring to the Raiders matchup with a running run game versus rush offense or rush defense. Um, what's another one? Derek Carr's having a pretty good year. He's thrown for twenty four hundred yards, nineteen touchdowns, and I think. Four interceptions, not a lot of interceptions. Um, they had a pretty – I mean, the last game, the Raiders' last game was against Kansas City, and everybody was like, oh, Kansas City is going to stomp a mud hole and walk them dry. But <clears throat> the Raiders took them to the wire. Uh, they they had a chance of winning that game. The, the Raiders did. They had a chance of winning the game, and they just fell short. Um, so that's, uh, you know. For what you take in that, I don't know. So, uh, do you think uh, Calvin Ridley gets back on track this week? Well, he was on track against New Orleans this past weekend. He just didn't <laughs> really score. He had 90 yards receiving. That's not bad. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's not – he's put a better well, number than that, but he's on track. Well, yeah, and a big chunk of that came from a, from a big play. But, I mean, nonetheless, I think that – I mean, obviously, Ridley started out so hot this year. It was kind of like – you know, uh, what Todd was talking about on the last podcast with the, the Atlanta offense in 2016, it was sort of – there was only one way to go from that start was was down. But, I mean, he's been consistent all year. So, I think that he'll, he'll um, you know, he'll, he'll keep it that way um, in this game. And I don't know this – I don't know if y'all – do we know the status of Julio Jones for this game? Game time decision. So, yeah, I mean, obviously that weighs heavily. I, th- I think Ridley – I think his he has better games when Julio Jones is in there. So I don't think it's one of those things that he thrives when when Jones is out. Matter of fact, I think he thrives when Jones is there. So I think a lot will depend on that too. Yeah, and another um, he I don't know if he'll come off the 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 COVID list is we've missed. I mean, we've missed a multitude of players, but Dante Fowler. We haven't said his name in weeks because he's on the COVID list and uh you know I don't know what if that changes if that changes this week I don't know but um just something to note that we've we haven't seen Dante Fowler in a couple weeks now and it's you know I wonder if he's coming back 
this season. I don't know. It's, it's obviously that's that was extreme, but like it, it would be good to see him back. That's what I'm saying. Um, so, uh, Chris, you got any, any uh, headline matchup that you're looking forward to see this 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 time around? Battle of the underrated quarterbacks. Uh, ah. I really really like Carr. I really like him, and of course, I love Ryan. And I feel like they're both nationally uh, underrated. So uh, maybe you'll have an offensive explosion. The over-under I saw on one site was 55 and a half. I think that might be low. I think I might take the over. Yeah. I mean, that's what that's what 27 apiece. Maybe I'm, I can't do my math. But, yeah. Um, yeah, the underrated quarterbacks is a good, it's a good decision. Um, do you – I mean, how old is Derek Carr? Let's see. Um, He's like what? 26, 27, maybe. Yeah, uh, that. He's not that old because he played for Fresno State not too many years ago. Yeah, maybe not. He may not be quite that. Well, he's been he's been in the league five years, hasn't he? Um, maybe. I mean, he had it. Well, he got he got that five year deal. What two, three years ago? So he had. I'm gonna guess twenty five or twenty six. All I'm right. Not sure. Oh, gosh, I can't. Um, but they. Um, Matt Ryan and Derek Carr are very similar. And uh, wait, Derek Carr is twenty nine years old. Yeah, born That's in. Oh, he's a lot older than I thought. Born in yeah, ninety one. Yeah, but him, Derek Carr and, and Matt Ryan have a, a lot of uh, similar. I don't know, uh, just connotations around their name. He had like a, a devastating injury. Derek Carr did uh, a couple of years back, but uh, he puts up good numbers. But he just never—I feel like he never gets like the respect in the national media or whatever. For—I mean, he's having a great year. He's 19 touchdowns, three interceptions, uh, average rating 108. But uh, Matt Ryan's rating is 94. Um, man, so I don't. Yeah, I'm with you, Chris. He's an underrated quarterback. Who do you think? It's, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm on the fence of how I feel about Derek Carr. I know he's underrated, but I don't know if he's as good as – I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence with him. I, I don't know if he's the answer going for for them, but, yeah. Underrated. I feel like he's an average NFL quarterback. I don't think he's at an elite level, but he's not the worst in the league either. Yeah. Totally agree with that. Yeah. And, but he's a good – like, he is a good person, though. He's a good mm-hmm. a good man. And mm-hmm. there's like a – Character guy. I really like yeah. him. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. A character guy. There's, he's a he's a family man too. Mm-hmm. There's a story about him stopping and picking up like a someone like ran out of gas and he stopped and picked up somebody on the side of the road and drove them to the gas station and filled up their gas tank and then drove them back to like filled up the gas can to fill give them gas and then drove them back to their car and filled up their car and they had no clue who he was. He didn't say not one thing to him. He just like said it on Twitter. It's like, huh, I just did this. I was like, you shouldn't even know who I was. So, uh, and I'll say this too about Derek Carr. I feel like he's sort of gotten the raw end of the deal sometimes. With with he's had some talented receivers. Obviously, he had Amari Cooper for the longest time, and 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 he. I feel like he was sort of. Uh, sort of underwhelming, I guess, when he was with with the Raiders. He didn't really 
blossom until uh, he, he went to the Cowboys. And then, you know, he had – he was going to have Antonio Brown, but that never – obviously never came to fruition too. So, I think it's been a little bit unfortunate. He hasn't – I mean, he had Michael Crabtree, but that was kind of towards the back end of his career. So, it, it, I don't feel like he's had a great set of receivers around him. Now, of course, he's got um, Henry Ruggs now. He's got some other younger guys. Um, so, I think uh, – you know, maybe that's why he's he's had a better year this year. I think um, now he's found a target that he likes is the tight end. I think that's mm-hmm. he's got a real connection with it, like Darren Wall, Darren Waller. Waller, yeah, yeah. So he, I mean, he's got more catches than Calvin Ridley does. So right, and and a few years ago, it was uh, Jared Cook was was a huge target for him uh, before he went to New Orleans, and so I think he he probably likes to he probably likes throwing the tight ends. Yeah, and another interesting – okay, so tight end, that's a, that's a headline or a matchup to look out for us. Historically, the Falcons have not figured out how to cover a tight end. Uh, linebacker, safety, running that seam route, that kind of thing. They've just not have figured out how to, to stop it. And their number one offensive passing option is their the, the tight end. So that would be something to watch. But another interesting stat is – um, the Raiders are six and four. They're second in the West out there. They're number one in third down efficiency. The th- the Ra- not the Falcons. The Raiders. The Falcons are twenty second. They're like they're fifty percent on third downs, and I don't know if that's just because they get into favorable first third downs because their running game is so good. Um, they were able to run to third and one or whatever, but uh, that'd be. That'd be easy for the Fal- – like, if the Falcons get, keep getting smoked from third down, you could see this thing going downhill. So, um, anyway, that's something to look out for. Okay, you're saying uh, wasted wasted years. You're, you're alluding to wasted years. How many years have the Falcons wasted Matt Ryan's career? Like, let's just be real. Like, how how many years do you think – like numerically, like he's been Gosh. like what, twelve years now. I mean, when you look back at they had success, what eleven and, and twelve, and then you know sixteen, seventeen, like that. I mean, so you could say you could probably argue at least half his career with Atlanta. I mean, the, at least the rotating door at offensive coordinator hasn't helped. No. It doesn't help any NFL team, but Ryan had a lot of success early in his tenure with Atlanta because he went to the playoffs with four out of the first five years he was with the Falcons. And mm-hmm. then they had like a – they hit a, uh, a slump for two years. And then Dan Quinn came in. They were average that first year due to some very poor coaching decisions. And then 16, they just took off. And 17, they were good. Now they're hitting another slide again. So, um, I think five years were wasted. But I think the rest of them were pretty good. And I think a lot of it has to do with what we've talked about in the past. It's those years that he was – that he had success, we had good offensive lines, like really good offensive lines, and also really good running game um, to help. It's, it's, it seems like it's when he's had to be one-dimensional. The years that he's had to be more one-dimensional <clears throat> or just dirt-cutter years, he's been – you know, hasn't been as good. Right. I think I think you have to understand what Matt is and what Matt isn't at this point. He's not Houdini. He's not Aaron Rodgers, and he's not, you know, I can't even think of anybody else. Peyton Manning. 
So like, Peyton, I mean, even Peyton Manning needed a, a running game or in a defense. But like, the, the, the guys who don't have any help, the Russell Wilsons, the the, the Aaron Rodgers, the, those are very like you could count them on one hand. So um, I think Matt takes a lot of flack for that. But um, I think, yeah, totally. They're one-dimensional. Uh, it's tough, tough to succeed in the NFL. So, uh, yeah, I think five years is probably pretty fair. Mm-hmm. Probably could argue probably some more. But uh, just but like, you know, you could ask the same thing about Aaron Rodgers. So you could really, like, put, put his – how many years of his career have been wasted? Because he clearly is – either the best or the second best quarterback at this stage in the NFL, and he has one championship. At least he has one. Ryan doesn't have any at all. Right. But it's fair to ask that question, too. Yeah, all those McCarthy years, you know, it's the same, you know, kind of switching sports with the Braves. It's like 14 division titles is how many years were wasted there. But, yeah, they had chances chances, and uh, never could put a defense around him. So. What, what, how do you define wasted? I mean, like those Braves teams where you had the talent to win but didn't catch it in because that happened in our Super Bowl. It was awful, obviously. But since then, we hadn't had the talent to win because our defense, we just haven't had enough talent on defense. So, I mean, you've wasted having an offense that could win. So, you have wasted him. But it's 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 a – it's just a tough situation. Like you talk about Aaron Rodgers winning one, but it wasn't Ryan's fault that he didn't win. No, definitely not. Yeah, he, yeah. Well, he did take a sack. But we're not gonna get into it, but yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, d- no, yeah, for sure. It's not worth the heartache. Um, but yeah, I don't know what well, how you would define. How would you define wasted? Uh, Todd, I don't know how you wasted. Here's how I would define wasted. I, I I don't think there were many wasted years early. I think the wasted years are, are basically when Arthur Blank didn't make a change. Yeah, you know, last year I think we wasted one entire year at least. Yes. He didn't waste any time with Mike Smith. He was like, you know, showing she shut him the door after two years. But with Dan Quinn, he let him stay and let him stay. And all we did was change coordinators, which I would argue negatively affected the team. Whether that being, you know, instead of it being a positive change, it was a negative change. Very true. Very true. Um, this is also a home game, so the Falcons have not played except have not played well at home. Um, the Falcons have not played well this year, so I mean, uh, I don't know. I think uh, after this disappointing Saints loss. And just seeing playing a quality team, I'm not as excited or enthusiastic. Well, I'm not enthusiastic, exciting, but I'm not as optimistic as as the out for the outcome of this game as I was. Although the matchup could be favorable, you know, good run defense versus good rushing attack, but um, I don't know. I, I I'm hoping they keep it close. Just have an entertaining well, game. Stan, you want me to give you a stat? Because we were talking about the Falcons and we were kind of entertaining the Falcons going to the playoffs. They were in 12th place last week. That loss to the Saints pushed them back to last place in the NFC. They're in 16th now as far as the chances to make the playoffs and the standings and the wild card. They're so. in last place, get a percentage mm-hmm. wise to make the playoffs. What did they yes, give? Sir. Did they give you a numerical percentage? Does it give you a percent? 
Uh, no, I'm looking at NFL.com. Okay. And they're even below because they uh, they're tied with Washington for we had three and seven, and nobody else really has a worse record in the NFC. You only have not even the Cowboys. No, no, the Cowboys are three and seven. I mean, they have a head-to-head tie-breaking win over the Falcons. So, yeah. yeah, if you were talking about wild card chases, and the Cowboys would be up in there. Washington, we haven't played. Uh, you know, the only team that really has a work. I mean, really, Cincinnati, Jacksonville, and the Jets are the only teams with worst records right now. So, hey, we might be back in that quarterback sweepstakes after all. Well, that's what you're saying. <laughs> we have a better chance of getting a top five pick than we do of, of somehow sniffing the playoffs. That's right. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. This, this, yeah. this win has sealed that. I mean, this if if you did, if you thought there was a chance, this win had has thrown that chance out of the window. Jason Hill. Yeah, he did it. Yeah, he <laughs> he threw that one right out the window. So um, <laughs> now now it's it's I don't know tank for. Tank for Trey, is that the is that the, uh, the... Trey Lance? No, <laughs> no. We can lose a few more games and we can still get Justin Fields, man. We, mm-hmm. We're still in a hunt. Mm-hmm. Know Jacksonville is pretty bad, so um, I don't know. Jacksonville, I, I mean, yeah, they're one and nine, so yeah, maybe they have win. to. They'd have to win three more games, <laughs> so. Um, Who knows what they're going to do? I, I don't want to tank for for Trey Lance, so I, I think that would, like I said in the past, if it's not Justin Fields, it's not Trevor Lawrence. You don't do it. You just yeah. don't do it. Yeah, yeah. And I feel yeah. I feel strongly actually that Trevor Lawrence is probably going to come back next year too. I, I'm I'm feeling that. It's, that's I just think, a feeling. I well, I think too another like a lot of the COVID stuff that's happening around the league. I think that's going to affect a lot that uh, that could affect his chance or his, his decision to come back. So, uh, it would sure. be uh, – yeah. But, I, I mean, I take the million run. It's probably – but, I mean, Lou Howell. I would, too, but, but you know, some guys just like playing in college, too, and he may want to do that. Plus, he probably doesn't want to play for the Jets. I wouldn't. I don't want to deal with the media there. I don't want to deal with their fans. And I wouldn't want to deal with frigid winters in New York. Snow. Mm-mm. Yeah. Snow is – no, thank you. At least um, in Jacksonville, it's warm. You don't have a very good environment fan-wise, but at least it's warm there most of the time. Yeah, and it's pretty. I don't know yeah, well, kind of. It depends where in Jacksonville you are, but for the most part, it's <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Yeah. You know, Jacksonville Beach is pretty. Yeah. It's the biggest It's the biggest city. Isn't it is the, the biggest city in America, Jacksonville? Yeah. 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 So, um, land-wise, that is, obviously. Um, any other um, – or any other any other matchups to look forward that y'all looking ahead to or any other things? I think um, that uh, – go ahead, Tom. I, I was going to say, I think uh, John Gruden versus um, our current coaching situation, I definitely would go with John Gruden as, as being – having a significant edge. All right. And so that's how- a guy, too, that I always felt – I felt with John Gruden, even when he was Tampa's coach – Firing John Gruden back in 2008 sent Tampa on like a 12 or a 13 year string where they just couldn't get it back straight again. They never should have fired him in the first place. So what was the what's the what's the connection between Raheem and and uh, Gruden? Do you know? Raheem Morris was the direct successor of John Gruden when That's John right. Gruden was fired at Tampa. Yep. So that yeah. 
and I think that's I think it's interesting. Todd kind of stole my thunder there, but just you know the the matchup between Gruden and the Falcons because obviously when Gruden was in Tampa Bay, he had some you know had a lot of success against the against the Falcons, and so um, it'll be it'll be interesting to see uh, what what Chucky has up his sleeve. Yeah, and they talked a little bit in the media. It's like, hey, I'm pulling for Raheem and. I've always pulled him for him, but not this time around. Old Chucky. We'll see what see what he's got going on. Um what if they jump up and win this game? How are you gonna feel? I'm gonna feel it terrible is. because that means we hurt our draft position. Yeah. What if they what if we win, you mean? What yeah. if we win? What if the Falcons win? We're gonna be eight and eight, like I told you. That's what we're looking for, <laughs> seven and nine. <laughs> <laughs> win our home games and lose on the road, we're gonna be what seven and uh, oh, yeah, it's all yeah, it, it, Man, that, eight that, and eight. That would yeah. be a good finish though, because we yeah. literally could only lose one more game, one more game. Yeah, I mean, I think we're we're looking at best case and worst case scenario is what six and ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, I would maybe say seven and seven and nine. Yeah, seven That's and nine. Worst, no, That's I'd say like worst case scenario, as in. That would be the worst thing that could happen, and we could possibly do it. Yeah. No. What? Well, I don't know. Like, I would have to take. Well, here's the deal: if that happens, I mean, I'm. I, we've said this before. If that does happen, you have gone on an incredible run, and you are playing over your, over your skis. You are out kicking your coverage, and so if they are smashing, I mean, they're, if they're scoring. 50 points a night and beating people like that because I, I don't know if the defense would keep up. But, what you know, if they're beating these quality teams, then, hey, why not us? But um, – and then you would just be right back where you started. But, um, yeah, I think realistically – what are we at? Three – what are we at, Todd? Three and seven right now? Three and seven currently. Currently. So, three and seven. So – so we we have a chance of splitting with the Saints, um, <clears throat> and <laughs> there's no way. And and you won't see Drew Brees again. He's on the IL IR. Sorry. Hmm. Right, he, so that's, he's, that, that, that's the next game, right? Yeah, you won't. That's, that's, yeah, you won't be able to see him again. That you might not see Matt Ryan and Drew Brees play again. If you want to be dramatic, um, you might have seen the last of that matchup, which is. You know, I won't lose any sleep, but still kind of kind of sad. I mean, such a – you always need a villain, right? Superman needs Lex Luthor. So, um, um, but – so, you, the Saints, we could go down a list. Saints, Chargers, not in order for sure. I just know what's – how many games are left? Let's see. Tam- Saints, Chargers, Chiefs, Tampa, Tampa twice. twice. New Orleans once, or you already said, I already said Saints. Yeah. So, you know, I don't, I don't know if there's another win on the schedule, and that's not me being pessimistic. I mean, that's me being realistic. Like, maybe, maybe, this, maybe you get the Saints. I, I don't know. Maybe you get the Chargers. That's being optimistic. Maybe, maybe the Chargers. So, like, worst, worst case scenario, you get two of those wins, so that puts you at five and ten. So. Philadelphia. No, we don't. No, we don't play, no, we don't play Philly. Who's that other game? Who's that other game? It's 
the uh, here. The Chiefs. Chiefs. Who's the uh, Who's the other AFC West team? Chargers. The, it's the Chargers. Chiefs. Chiefs. Chargers. 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 We already played the Broncos, so Vikings. Um, we got the Vikings. We already already played. The or Vikings. not the Vikings. We're playing the Raiders this week. Um. All right, I'm gonna. I'll just look it up. Um. But yeah, I think. What 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 what's your prediction on the record, Todd? I think the Falcons maybe have one more win in them. I'm gonna say four and twelve. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. So I would agree with I would agree with that. I'd say four and twelve is kind of what all right, we hope it, for at this point. In in order, in order, we got um, we got Raiders, Saints, Chargers, Bucks, Chiefs, and Bucks. So that's that's all of them. We had them right. Raiders, Saints, Chargers, Bucks, Chiefs, Bucks. And those are really good teams, except for the Chargers. And the Chargers, who knows? I mean, they could be come back around. They've got where is that? Uh it's um I think it's out there. It's out there. I think it's away. Yeah. We play better on the road anyway. But yeah, but it's a long journey. But yeah, that's um yeah, we play better on the road with zero fans than we have at home with zero fans. That's a good point. You know, I'm not. You know, I, <laughs> I, I'm not going to argue on that. But that's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I think I look forward to watching Justin Herbert. Yeah, to see what, see if I, you know, look forward to see if the Falcons can drum up some more blitzes and some more pass rush. That's what I'm looking for this week. So the positive or what I'm looking forward this week is the Falcons to improve would be just giving other people some opportunity, I guess. But I really want to see the defense. I want to see Jeff Ulbrich and dial up more pressure. And I want to see, obviously, the the offensive line play better. So, um, oh, we need to do score predictions before we get out of here. Um, let's get some score predictions right now. Boom. Put you on the spot. Zach. What's your score prediction against the Raiders at home? What's what you got? Um, thirty-one twenty Raiders. Thirty-one twenty. It's eleven points. All right, uh, Todd. What what you got? I think this is going to be a closer game, but in short, the Raiders have a lot more to play for than the Falcons. The Falcons lost their opportunity last week to have something to play for. Raiders are in seventh place in the AFC right now, battling Baltimore and Miami for a playoff spot. So I'm going to go with the Raiders, but I think in the close one, 21-17. Gotcha. Christopher? So y'all both are taking the under. Uh, I'm taking the over because, because it was so bad last week, and it's just the NFL. It's hard to predict. Um, I'm going 38-28. Um, Raiders. Raiders. I'm going the same thing. I'm going 38-28. I mean, not 28. 38-31 Falcons. All right, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, if you like what you heard tonight, go ahead and like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, like us on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts these days. And until next time, Falcons fans, rise up. <laughs>